Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old Shut up. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, I am so excited for this week's guest. Please let everyone know who is joining us. She's an actor, writer, and career coach. It's Amber Petty. Yay. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hello. I synchronized so perfectly. I'm so proud. It's hard over Zoom, but we've had a lot of practice. <laughs> <laughs> Amber, a little bird called my co-host told me That's that me. you are a fan of the Eurovision Song Contest. Is this true? <sighs> yes. I think my <laughs> saddest day of all the pandemic was the Eurovision day because I watched just they had all their videos because I was mm. supposed to be in Ireland. Just I was going to watch it at a bar. I was very excited about that to get to see it in Europe. Yeah. One of my days in Ireland was going to be sitting in a gay bar. I was thrilled. And then just because I usually go to a party or have a party for Eurovision, you know, to watch it together and just watching it by myself with they just had the music videos people made because they didn't have the real contest was the lamest day. Oh, I'm so sad. I've clearly not had any grief. (laughs) Um, You're doing great. The pandemic's been the roughest on you. Yes. (laughs) I know. God, cry for me for Eurovision. uh, it's it's one day for the final contest. Mm. So they lead up to it. So they have a semifinal, two semifinal days. And then the final contest is one one day. It's like a three or four hour show. What do you remember? Like the first one you saw or what like initially got you into it? Yeah, I was in a show. We were touring and my friend uh, was like, oh, I downloaded it you know, it was happening then, but it's in England, you know, so the hours are always kind of weird. So he downloaded it and he's like, oh yeah, I've heard of Eurovision, but I hadn't seen it before. And so we just sat in a hotel room and watched it. And I was like, this is okay. And then it got to this one guy 
who started, he's dressed like a goth vampire. I'm interested. And he starts, yeah. and then he's like singing. It's he's Romanian, and then he mm. suddenly just sings and goes higher, higher, higher until he's in crazy falsetto, and like his like a big cape thing rises behind him, and he sings the rest of it in falsetto, and it's just Euro disco beats. And I was like, we've done it. <laughs> we've created <laughs> the most perfect thing. And so I think that was like 2012 or something like that. So I've watched it since. I've watched all kinds of like the best and worst performances of all time mm. and so i know it does more it's than so I crazy need. to me like why isn't it like broadcast like on a cable channel out in america like it seems like you could only watch it on the internet or so. is that right well for a while logo was started to air it for a while yeah. which is, but then logo doesn't exist anymore i just think i guess because, <laughs> part of it is because america's not a part of it which is crazy to me I hope America never I mean, I is get it. a part it's of Eurovision, it. Eurovision, but so yeah, that makes and, sense. And like we BBC ruin it America, though, you know. Yeah, I am. I think because like it has for Europe, and then also Australia is included. You know, sure. for fun, generous, and um, it has to be aired live. So that's one of the rules: is it has to be aired live, regardless mm. of your time zone, and you can't have any commercial breaks unless they're like during the voting periods or some of the like introductions. So I don't know if that's one of the, re- but I think the Americans just don't care. And I hope they don't because we'd find a way to just fucking ruin it. And I have, I guess we're going to have some kind of America song contest where all 50 states uh, compete, but I have very low hopes. Interesting. Um, do you have an all time like favorite Eurovision like song? Well, the Rise Like a Phoenix song is a recent, a more recent one that sounds like a James Bond song. And it's oh, by Conchita okay. Worst, who's, uh, I think she's a drag queen, but she was, say, was in like, like a, a beautiful name. dress with a beard yeah. uh, and has a beautiful voice. That's probably my favorite song. Uh, the most famous I, one is Waterloo by that's ABBA. That's what I was that going to say. Yeah. Like, that's how they started, right? Yeah. What did you think? Did you see a UK drag race, the UK hun? Everyone says yes. that's the tip of the hat to Eurovision. Yes, I thought that was so fun. Uh, yeah, the, the like wig. nonsense yeah. ding dong <laughs> lyrics are very, very on par for well, that. I happened. loved that song. So did, when I saw it, I almost like burst into tears because it was just like so like <laughs> there was such like a pure joyousness and ridiculousness to it. So like, oh, like I didn't know I needed this, but I'm so happy it exists. Yeah. And that's because Eurovision, like it's just campy and it's just, and it's, it is camping over the top for sure. But there is something that's very pure and innocent and joyful yeah. about it. Whereas American stuff tries to be like cool and, and that have, coolness like, would just like a little ironic it. or yeah. yeah. Ironic or like, or it's like American Idol where it's just feels very like, uh, just like I'm a false brand that I've put together to please you kind of a thing. And like, there's one Eurovision song that's like a bunch of Russian grandmas dancing around an ancient um, oven. And then like the beat drops and it's like, dance, come on and dance, come on and boom, boom, boom. <laughs> that got second place. And they're like in, and it's like, like grandmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. It's, I'll, I'll send you a link. It's a, it's a good one. <laughs> I mean, I want to see dancing grandma. I went to a wedding once where there was, um, did I talk about this? It was at so. like, 
at like a historical like a fort essentially up in like Sacramento and so like before the cocktail time they had like the reenactors there like in character uh -huh. so you had like you know like 1800s era like ladies like I work the still or you know I make <laughs> yeah. the rain and stuff Dipping but they candles, were candles yes. yeah yeah so, but they ended up being there all night so then when it came to the dancing my distinctly remember ABBA playing and dancing queen and like these old ladies dressed in like 1800s prairie women dancing with all of us. It was delightful. <laughs> nice. Yes, that sounds, that's, that's my kind of party. One that doesn't make sense. That's one thing. That's the best part about weddings is like, when else is there like a nightclub where like people of all generations like dance together? Yep. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's not often- there's chairs to sit, right? You don't get that at <laughs> Which enough Which might be the, the best. It's Ugh. not super cruisy, so it's not that kind of gross. No, but I'm Maybe always- Volume levels down. Well, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of cruising. Okay. Cars with bubbles on them are featured okay. in the movie we're about to talk about, The Apple. John, what's the deal with The Apple? Mark, let me tell you the deal with The Apple. It was written and directed by Menahem Golan, with original songs by Kobe and Iris Wrecked and choreography by Nigel Lithgow. Thank you very much. And set in the futuristic world of 1994, young singers Alfie and Bibi leave Moose Jaw, Canada to compete in the World Vision Song Festival. Though the festival's organizer, Mr. Boogalo, rigs the, contest, rigs the contest for others to win, he offers to sign the young singers. Bibi is quickly taken in by the evil wild world of rock and roll, while Alfie is determined to save her, even though Boogalo says he owns both her and her soul. It stars Catherine Mary Stewart, Alan Love, Grace Kennedy, George Gilmore, Josh Ackland, Vladek Shabal, Ray Shell, and Miriam Margolis. Uh, it opened at the 1980 Montreal World Film Festival, where attendees received vinyl records of, from the film. And the reaction was so negative that some audience members reportedly threw their vinyl records at the screen. The director, Golan, was so distraught over the critical reaction, he considered killing himself by jumping off a hotel balcony, later saying, it's impossible that I'm so wrong about it. I cannot be that wrong about the movie. They just don't understand what I was trying to do. The movie was officially released on November 21st of 1980, and unfortunately, it was once again panned by critics, accusing it of having a lack of originality, weak script, uninspired music, poor execution, and calling out Golan's inexperienced take on the 1960s hippie movement. Variety said, the characters and story are flimsy and seem intended as mere pegs on which to hang the musical numbers, and the choreography generates a lot of energy, but its frantic tempo doesn't always compensate for a lack of imagination. And the monthly film bulletin said, the soul-saving grace is an enthusiastically camp performance by Vladek Skabel. And that is the deal with the apple. Wow, so Amber, <sighs> we asked you to pick a movie. Why the apple? Yeah, well, I think it's a very gay movie for one. And I do, it is a horrible movie, but I really love it. And it's and it went from like a kind of ironic thing to like, Golan's passion sort of does shine through because it doesn't make sense and it's not well made, but there is something about it that feels like, I really do want to say something though, or I really do want to make something special. And it's now it's just its own genre of thing. It is like not good or bad. It is just a beautiful failure. And I've, I've made so many people watch it <laughs> and I just love it. I love it so much. What do you remember the first time you saw it? Like, how was it like introduced to you? 
Yeah. Um, my roommate at the time, her friend came over and we were going to watch Xanadu and he said, uh, Oh, let's watch the apple first. And I was like, okay, that sounds cool. And then loved it. And then we started watching Xanadu and we were like, this is too good. It makes too much sense. Yeah. And we're like, right. had to turn it off. We're like, this is for another day. That was much fun. Yeah. No, 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 no. How many times do you think you've seen it? I, like 10, at least 10 times, sure. somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. And I noticed you're wearing a piece of BIM jewelry. <laughs> I am. I'm wearing a BIM mark, uh, a pin that I fashioned into a necklace <laughs> that a friend gave me. That's I'm amazing. Very pleased. So it sounds like you're a big fan of the Apple. I do. I have a poster. Wow. <laughs> I'm a very, it's uh, I'm a big fan of the, the stupidest movie you guys have done for, for sure. Uh, <laughs> John, what do you make of the apple? Uh, I first saw the apple. I think it was in the early 2000s. Some uh, friends of mine who Amber also knows uh, Curtis Gember, uh, Curtis Gwynn and John Gemberling. They found out that I hadn't seen it like at like 11 o'clock one night. And they're like, you're not going home. You're coming over to our place. And we ordered food and watched the apple, and it was such a delightful. It's such a. It was so wonderful that I hadn't known much about it. So it was just sort of walking yes. into like. Imagine if someone was like, had never even heard of the room, and you're like, great, um, sit down, yeah, um, and just, just you wait to see what wait to see what happens. Yeah, I agree. It's crazy. It is sort of like the room in in the same way of like it is bad, but you could tell that at the heart of it, there's someone who really believes they're doing something, which is sort of what makes it magical. And what is also, I think, a special about this movie, I would also, again, put the room in there and probably showgirls where a lot of movies are not good, but they're not good in a certain way. And then they just are not good in the same way and they get kind of boring. And so like what's not good about them sort of loses its charm. I think all of these movies, the Apple especially, it's constantly, you're constantly going, are you kidding me? Like it's, you're, you're never, it never just settles into its badness. It keeps having new stuff. It's keeps crazy in new ways, mm -hmm. in fun, entertaining ways. So you're right, Amber, I agree. It sort of almost transcends good or bad. And it's just the Apple. Like it is just the thing that it is. Yeah. It engages and entertains you as for what it is. You also, but you can't, you can't think, you have to surrender to it in a way. You have to start. Yeah. You can't try to figure it out. Yes. Or wonder what, what is BIM? Like you'll find out, you'll find out. Don't worry about it. Just the bite the before, apple. My husband and I watched Tenet for the first time. And I think I, that sort of broke me in well. Cause with Tenet, I was Oof. like, I think it makes sense. <laughs> Who cares? Just, just enjoy it. For, like if, right. if you really try to think about it, you're not going to have fun. And if you don't think about it, you still might not have fun, but at least there's pretty stuff <laughs> and you're not frustrated that you don't get it. But how about you, Mark? What is your uh, history with the Apple? Uh, I think I saw it for, I don't remember the first time I saw it, 10, 12 years ago or so, but it is, I think I've probably seen it maybe around a dozen times. Like there was a period where I showed it to someone one day and then the next day I showed it to someone else. <laughs> right. I do think it is, I would, yeah, I think it's like the least boring movie ever made possibly. It's also one of those yeah. bad movies that starts you're like, oh, this is pretty bad, but it keeps getting worse in right. the best way. And yeah. it moved like there's like a musical number, then another musical number, then, a, then like half a scene, and it just flies like a bullet. They made every wrong decision, but had a seemingly vast resources. So it's like the perfect. <laughs> and it's the yeah. perfectly vast, but still cheap. So it's like you see all of the all of the like tinsel off of the batons yes. on the floor from the take before, <laughs> yeah. where they were twirling their batons, and it's just a big like. Um, you know, airport, <laughs> Yeah, but it still has like a technical, you know, it's not dirt cheap. Yeah, sorry. No, it's I'm very sorry easy to watch. Absolutely. No, you're well, totally sure it's right. Like every number has 40 dancers in it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like it's so all- many dancers. <laughs> it's crazy how many people they have. And it's, it is staged a lot as if it's a stage show where they're just like, yeah, as if there's like, here's just a big stage and people are just dancing because I don't know, they're on the payroll. And however, for whatever reason, this movie is just exactly my wavelength. Like everything about it is just <laughs> totally, yes, I know it's bad. Yet do I think uh, the director uh, made what he was intending to make? Absolutely not. But I oh, think it's You don't totally, think he made what he was intending to make? I oh. don't think his intentions came like, is this what the director, what was the director successful in creating what I think he was trying to make? I would say no. But what was made is pure delight uh, one of the most exciting uh, movies you could probably see because it's so <laughs> wild. There is just what do you think you got you a handle on the apple? There's a worm. Nope. There's- <laughs> and can I? <laughs> that's the pull quote. <laughs> and can I really quickly say if you haven't watched this, like nor you know, if you haven't watched this and you like this kind of movie, like watch it now because I'm we may well spoil the ending. And I think the ending is so wonderful when you don't know what's going to happen that truly if I'm sorry I told people to turn your podcast off I meant pause it and immediately come back (laughs) tell a friend while you're watching the movie about two old queens yeah yeah if if you haven't watched the movie listening to this podcast you will you will think the movie we're talking about is insane and will make no sense and it's correct it is insane and it doesn't make sense but I think it's more fun to to experience the movie what were you gonna say Mark? I was just going to say, I do think we should say, I, it was introduced to me as, it's a disco musical set in the future of 1994 that's a parable for Adam and Eve. I don't think that's a spoiler. No, no, no. no. I think everything, all the synopsis was great. I'm just, I'm literally just talking about the the very ending, uh, which was a such a beautiful surprise. Which will be spoiled. All right. Yes. So, Amber, as you may or may not know, but it sounds like you do, we are looking for the gayest movie ever. So we have a complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge these movies. So we're going to go through a ton of categories. And at one point, you will be create a category and it will be added, added to, to the wheel. wheel. Does that make sense? No, but it will when we get to it. Just don't worry about it. All right. Get off my back. Um, all right. So here is our current top five gayest movies ever made with their... Uh, percentage score. So number five with an 85.19%. The Lost Boys. Number four with an 86.92%. Death Becomes Her. Number three with an 89.81%. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Number two with a 92.99%. The Bride of Frankenstein. And number one with a 94.83% Female Trouble. So if you had to guess now, how well do you, where do you think the apple will end up? I would love for it to become number five. I think it might not. I don't think it will, but I, um, for reasons we'll probably get into, but I would love for it to be in the top 10. I I I think it has a chance at the top 10. I think it's, I feel pretty confident it'll be in top 10. And I also think it has a shot at top five. Yeah, we'll see. I guess the the wheel, the wheel will determine. The wheel wheel determines all. (laughs) We sound like those aliens in Toy Story. (laughs) The wheel. All right, so let's get into it. So our first group of categories are the canon categories. So for these, we'll each get a score between zero and 100, then we pick the average of all three of our scores. So the first category, Amber, on a scale of zero to 100, how would you rate the apple in actual gay characters? Okay, 
So I think it's fair to say that Shake is gay. I would yes. you agree oh, yeah. that Shake is gay? Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> so definitely. Mm-hmm. I think Shake is gay. I think Ashley, Ashley is gay. <laughs> yeah, I think part, Ashley I is always, gay. This this is always like the little things in the Apple that delight me. It's like after Mr. Boogaloo puts his like bib mark on, Ashley goes, Oh, Mr. Boogaloo. <laughs> and that's always delights me every single time. And he says, You'll be the uh, and Mr. Boogaloo says, I'm the first one and I'll be the first one to wear it even though ashley has one on his face and he's like no i will give you this moment this moment is for you this moment is for you so i think it's fair to say ashley's gay and then there's all those then in the uh i'm coming song then there's all the men uh dressed in wigs and such i don't know if they're drag queens or what have you but i'd say safe to say that they're gay so let's see what do we think about boogaloo true he's He's definitely yeah. uh, arch camp, I would say. Yeah. I mean, he's got a lot of glitter in his goatee whenever he's like especially evil. But he yeah, doesn't ever he... do anything particularly gay or even like speak. You know what I mean? He doesn't have, I don't know. To me, he's just beyond uh, sexuality in a way. I mean, he. De- I think he's definitely supposed to be like the devil. Like that's who he's. In. You think? Yeah. It's, it's the same way. What do you, where did you pick the one where has the horns? I don't know. <laughs> Is, are you reading IMDb maybe trivia maybe. again? <laughs> this, maybe this I'm a fan theory is outrageous. Theory t- theory wow, real room 237 <laughs> moment here. You think the man who has the devil horns might be the devil? I think he's right. I, I think, I don't know. You. I feel like he's an S&M. Like, I feel like he's queer at least. He's the master. Yeah. I, I would put him, yeah, I think queer is fair. Um. So with all of that, um. gosh, okay. Let's see, 75. That's, 75. No, that's two, no, sorry, 65. I want to be fair. <laughs> it's not, the two main leads are heterosexual. So. Thank you. Well, true, the central love story is that, but I think Heteronormative. Also, but what do we think of like Pandy? Like, so later, late in the movie, <sighs> Pandy has this weird out of nowhere, like, you know what? I'm friends with the best female. Like it, it, there's no setup. It just happens because they're like, now it's time for that to happen. You, I part of me was like, oh, maybe she's in love with BB. She does have moments earlier of like uh, cynicism, though. Like the queen is dead, long live the queen, and he goes, get in the car, Pandy. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> like she does. So I don't think it comes out of. I've also seen this movie too many times, so <laughs> no. I, I would say her turn is pretty abrupt, but it yes, is abrupt, it is. But it I'm is seated. It's seated in the text. There's some very light whispers. There's the. Sh- it's a very short track, but some track <laughs> is laid. I would say. <laughs> fair, she fair. did. I did not think she came out gay. She also like has sex with what's his face. She Alfie. tries to have sex with Alfie. Uh, yeah, or she yeah. does. She does. Okay. I believe. Well, she says I'm coming about a hundred times. Right, yeah, that's so true. But that felt more I'll... predatory than actual attraction. True. Yeah, I, I, I think you could say she's like fluid. But I think the dr- the drive was to to poison him in a way. We see more of evidence him. of her having sexual attraction to men than to women. Sure, but given all yeah. the drugs that she's done, I'm sure she she's she's not turning down a threesome. Everybody at those parties is exactly. definitely they've experimented for yes. sure. But yeah, uh yeah. So a 65 Amber? Sticking 60, with 60? I'll go 65. That's... All right. I think cuz there's so much queer energy in it, I'm actually going to mm. go 79. 79, because in some ways, like Alfie and uh, BB and like a few handful of other people are the only like straight characters in the whole movie. And yeah. Mr. Top, I would say. 
ironically, know. his name is Mr. Top, and he comes and saves the day. I don't know, but he's so like nothing. You know what I mean? He's yeah, like, he's no, nothing. He's the he's the rapture. He's the coming of the rapture. I mean, well, What's yeah, they are like that takes me out of it. <laughs> but he's got that weird. He's like a hippie that has like robes, but like with a cut at the to show off his like torso. He's wearing a carpet. Yeah, but it's like huge beard, huge yeah. He's draped weird. to really to really emphasize his torso. Indeed. It's not just open. It's like we're gonna make sure this torso's here. Was I the only one I, who recognized who first knew him as the villain in uh, Lethal Weapon Two? I recognized uh, yes, him for I saw all that of his later, musical yeah. theater work. Oh, yes. uh, I'm. Uh, I'll give it a seventy-five. Okay. Give it an average of seventy-three, which is ten point thirty-three points higher than Waiting for Guffman. Okay. Wow. All right. Our next category, drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch the Apple and come away with a whole book of ideas? Now, the only thing counting against it is because you guys will sometimes be, oh, if they came on the runway, would you go, oh, yes, that's the Apple. Now, enough people might not know the Apple to know that. But I'll say still 100 because (laughs) I want to wear all, I mean... There's so, other than just Alfie's outfit and BB's original outfit, every other outfit is wearable for a drag queen. Exactly. I, I love yeah. them all. Uh, At first yeah. I was thinking, I had this quick thought, like John's gonna say they're like, they don't have good taste. But then I was like, <laughs> well, wait a minute. That's what we wanted a drag queen. So I didn't argue <laughs> with you by my, in my own head. <laughs> I argued with Which you. Which I would I'm... never make. I was watching this too. I was singing Rachel, who plays Shake, who I also recognize. He was original Rusty in the very original Starlight Express. He's anything but Rusty. Indeed. <laughs> he his like his performance in this movie is like an entire season of Drag Race. Yeah. yeah. He He's could great. do he could just that could be an entire season, what he gives. And the makeup, and not just on him, but like all the like the all makeup, glitter and beards. Hello, Conchita mm-hmm. Worst. Thank you. Yes, did, very did much. Did they watch the Apple? Possibly. And I think even Pandy has a lot of a great oh, looks, yeah. and a lot of sort mm-hmm. of glamour going on there. So I'm gonna go with Amber. I think this is a hundred. I think it just like asks you to like go to a crazy fun place with fashion. There's also like Mr. Boogaloo and his like purple. Uh, suit with the jewels and he's always wearing that yeah. huge earring there's mm-hmm. leather outfits panty has like oh, a disco yeah. cleopatra yeah look oh yes her i mean there's a lot of layers a lot of looks uh, a lot of layers there's the person the dancer who just has like a bunch of spaghetti pool noodles all over them yep. even a that genius. look <laughs> it's every every yeah look just freeze frame it and you gotta look every yeah. every frame all of Ballet 2000. Sorry, I just yeah. want someone to reenact <laughs> every person in there. Love. Uh, I'm also going to give it 100. Giving it 100, Yay. which is 60 points higher than the man from Uncle. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, good. Thank All right. Our next category, gay icons. <sighs> this I would is say- not as high. Maria Margolis. I definitely yes. going to say her. She's in Yentl, first of all. And if you haven't watched her clips from her on the Graham Norton show, do that immediately. After this podcast, well, you've downloaded it. I don't care yeah. what you do. No. <laughs> We've already got the numbers. It's fine. We got the numbers, you chumps. <laughs> um, but that was about, I mean, maybe like the movie itself is a gay icon, just in terms, you know, I think maybe that. Sure. But- yeah. I, th- I think she's about it. Uh, Cause I don't, you know, I don't think, I mean, 
Catherine yeah, Mary Stewart. Catherine Mary Stewart, I don't think quite counts. Oh, there was, uh, oh shoot, what's her name? Uh, oh, Fiona Hughes from that uh, soap yeah, opera. Fiona. Yeah, she's one of the Few, uh, They don't count, just <laughs> her. So There's also one but, woman in the hell, the, the Apple number, who looks exactly like Glenn Close. And I always think it's Glenn Close. If only it second. was. Did you imagine? And there's also another dancer that looks like George Carlin, which is always a fun thing. <laughs> yes. Like, if you want to have fun, I've seen the... All right, I'll shut up. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Catherine Mary Stewart was in Weekend at Bernie's and Night Rider. Oh, right. So, and to those, oh. those gay classics, Night Rider. Well, Weekend she was in a miniseries called Hollywood Wives, and right. she was in another oh, one called cool. Sins, where she played the younger version of Joan Collins' character. Okay. That's what about nothing? That's not nothing. What about Nigel That's Lithgow? Nothing. Not gay, but is in, responsible for both American Idol and So You Think You Can Dance. I mean, the nerve yeah. of this man judging anyone's dancing after you've seen the apple. <laughs> I know. I, I just wonder if they're like, we have so many of you and we've got about 15 minutes. We have so no time. it's jazz squares, yeah. everybody. You're just punching um, the sky. Punching in the air. Punches, jazz squares. <laughs> Let's see. So yes, that's true. He's you in there, and then Shake and was and uh, being from a uh, you know uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber and Starlight especially Express Starlight Express. Of is the that Andrew the musical Webber about Cannon? the sentient trains? Yes, sure that is, is the one. You got so it. So right. when you saw Cars, you felt primed. I said, "Been there, been there, lived it." <laughs> Give <laughs> me something it. new. Seen it. <laughs> just, just picture you in the theater heckling Cars. Of kids Where's the songs? So yeah, what do you want to give so uh, the apple for gay icons? Okay. Um, Would you say the devil is a gay icon? That's true. How he's played is the sort of iconic, you know, that sort of Disney villain, slightly queer, you know. Like a Uncle Scar kind of thing. Yeah, an Uncle yes. Scar kind of thing. And very much like at times like a nod to Joel Grey from Cabaret as the MC. Yes. There's some of that in yes. there. That's true. Um, can I not go first for this one? I'm. I, <laughs> what if we said I'm curious. Curious. What you do? Yeah. <laughs> then I would give you a number and I'd say I, I deserve it. I'm on okay. your show. <laughs> I'll go first. Uh, I think there's no. Yeah, there's no big one, but I think cul like culmination of it. I'll go sixty six. Sixty six. Yeah. That's so much higher than I thought you were gonna go. I'm gonna go thirty five, and I love this is one of my favorite movies. But I'm gonna go thirty five. Okay. Yes, I'll go. I'll go thirty five as well. Ooh, you lose, John. <laughs> no. <laughs> Given an wins. <laughs> Given an average of forty five point thirty three, which is nine points lower than the wedding singer. Well, that. Oh, that that's sad. Yeah. All right, but I think you'll make up make some. It makes sense for the categories. Sorry, go ahead. Do you say, were you about to say you hate the wedding singer? That's okay. No, know. I was just going to be outraged that I got lower than the wedding singer for anything, but given the context, that makes no, sense. it does make sense. Yeah. I think you'll make up some points here. The male gaze, how horny is the camera for the male form? So this is so interesting because the men are definitely unclothed far more than the women. Like there's yes. not even a bikini in this movie. They actually like keep the girls clothed and the men are occasionally in sequin thongs, um, thong underwear that did not need to be thongs, quite frankly. They did it's not need to be. <laughs> True. <laughs> no one's complaining. It's, it's just, yeah. we're just observing. It is it's crazy like, in like a PG movie. Like, oh, there's just like a lot of man ass. Like, uh, great. Oh, yeah. Because they, they think like, well, that's not sexual. It's a man's ass. You know, that's was that what the it standards felt... back then? Well, I mean, like the, um, oh gosh, the, village people movie um can't, can't stop, stop the, the music. music has an actual penis in it and that's pg 
You say this because movie is just called both... Can't Stop the Music, you say? That's Have you never the... heard yes. of it? I'm sorry. I was just making oh, yeah. a joke. Just have a little funny. Make a little funny. It's going to say, we're going to stop I just this meant podcast, for the watch audience. Can't Stop the Music, then come back and watch, finish talking I've about the I've seen the milk number. I think that would be a fun double feature with the album. Oh, yeah. Oh. If you want to completely oh. lose your mind. <laughs> uh, so it is, it's like, I feel like the horniness isn't successful. Like it doesn't make one super i feel like they're they don't look super attractive but they're giving it a real try uh, um maybe that's that. me being just that. judgy no that's fine um i, I guess what george gilmore in his in his apple fantasy thong but also yes. alfie's pants are Those leave pants. nothing oh, to the imagination oh my god they're it's more revealing when he wears his normal jeans yes, than when yeah. he's wearing his like loincloth there was nothing you're not seeing no, it's all it was a for, bubble in for the us back, to enjoy. A bulge in the front, and those thighs—the <laughs> the fabric was hugging those thighs. <laughs> yes, Alfie's uh. naked a lot. We see a lot of Alfie. Yeah, He's got a great oh, body. Yeah. But it's like not the movie isn't like necessarily like Aunt camera isn't like you know oogling him like a, yeah like it's, boys it's, or anything. But there yeah, is a lot of uh, flesh on this. You see a lot of ass and torsos and. And so they're not, not the super like cut people of today where you have to be like an immaculate right. person. They're just like a normal sure. in shape person, which is lean. nice they to see. They don't have as much like muscle tone. Yeah. But I also, I kind of disagree with you because I think in the Apple mm -hmm. number, the camera for some reason is definitely like pitched lower so that we're looking sure. up. Like a choice has been made. Yeah. To, is that maybe that more because we're in hell? But why would we be, we be below? Wouldn't it be making sense you're in to be hell. above? That's heaven. I feel like the camera being up makes you feel heavenly, even though you're okay, correct. We you're would be looking down on them, but they're uh, you they're are in hell. The, it's yeah. like Brian De Palma all over again. Right, right. I get you. I get you. But I do think that that was a choice, and that uh, was affecting that. Like, oh, there's all this nudity. It was yeah. like a, as if we were on our knees watching the scene. Oh, and I'm sure I interpreted it. You're used to that, John. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's That's also the true. leather daddies and speed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then the uh, bouncer guys, I think in the Apple are wearing their like yeah. leather, leatherish, lots of leather uh, jumpsuits for the men. Fangs, fangs they yeah. have. There's a lot, I would there's say. There's a lot. Yeah. Do you want to give a, a score? Let's see. Um, I'll say, I'll say 90. 90. It's a lot of male stuff for a movie. Yeah. You don't see that normally. Yeah. I'll go 83. 83. Uh, yeah, I'll go 75. There's quite a lot, given an average of 82.67, which is 60.34 points higher than The Wedding Singer. Okay. Well, <laughs> Hooray! You guys, you guys Adam Sandler. The people listening are really missing my face contort when I have to do math in my head. <laughs> and talk at the same time? Get out of here. It's too much. All right, the next category. Entrances with pizzazz. Now, I think there's, I think the, sh the show, the movie starts with a lot of pizzazz. It's just oh, scream sorry. singing immediately in a song. Everybody's cheering. The ending, I mean, Mr. For Top sure. absolutely Mr. Top, yeah. has a car made out of light. Yeah. A, a car made out of light flies Rolls into Royce. the sky. Yeah. That's an, at, that's, I feel like that alone, I'm sorry, I have to do 100 <laughs> because that 100. entrance alone is so much unique pizzazz. That, yeah. that I have to give it a hundred. I also really like the moment in right after I'm coming where Alfie jumps through like a mirror oh, yes. into baby's bedroom screaming, baby! <laughs> it's like, while yep. she interrupts her having sex, it's 
wild and I love it. There's also and the there's, incredible oh, shrinking yeah. man gag, which is one of my favorite moments during the what song. Moment is this? Uh, it's during show business. Life is nothing but show business. That's not she, yeah. the incredible shrinking man. And a man just literally walks behind a statue and a little person comes out. <laughs> it's yep. like the dumbest. Is it even a gag? No. But and they it's do pizzazz. it's pizzazz. And then I think a uh, ballet 2000. Who's that? Immediately into a song <laughs> that yeah. actually doesn't tell you who ballet 2000 no. is. <laughs> That's well, after you've seen them in possessed. action, how could you have any questions? Yeah, yeah, you don't need words, not they're like words. letter actions. Yeah, it's show not tell. The motion tells you everything you need to know. Indeed. Also, in the same in the uh, the show business song, when the camera's panning and you hear the clarinet, then you see a person playing a clarinet, you hear yep. the old uh, the lady singing, you see the lady. It's so dumb yep. and perfect. <laughs> They've got like a triangle trombone that they yes, play because yep. it's the future. It's the That's future. Them. Things got to look weird. Oh, and also in uh, the Apple number, that one, have you ever met a vampire? That one <gasps> vampire pops up into the frame from below. It looks directly at the camera. It's those stupid, dumb things that I cherish about this movie. And I have to, I would, I could have a full 10 hour interview of just, why did you need to put in the words actual, actual, actual vampire into a song? Cause you're using the actual, which is very hard to put into a song. It doesn't scan well, you used it three times to lead to a vampire that was not seen before nor after, but it was just like this lyric, there's nothing else would work. Tell me, can you tell me another lyric that works? Then I'll put it in there, but you can't. No. I just, I wanna know the whole process of just that one line with her pop-up. Yeah, that's uh oh, and the vampire's played by Tom Poston's daughter was a weird, oh. <laughs> a weird cameo. The Tom Poston's daughter? <laughs> the. <laughs> Francesca Poston. Uh, John, what do you want to I think Francesca I'm also going to have to go with 100. I mean, a car made out of light. That's just... A car made out of light. Beat that, Elon Musk. Giving it 100. <laughs> okay, also is... 100. Nice. Wow. Doing well. All right. This next category. Hell on heels. Any ladies like spitting fire? I think the landlady, definitely. The landladies? Oh, sure. Pretty tough. She has a whole lot she of like, sass. where's my rent? She gets mad. Um, about the rent. Her accent choice makes wow. me laugh. I mean, that's another one where you didn't see it coming, but man, are you glad it showed up? Yeah. Right? Do, in a way, I think Mr. Bugalo counts as hell on heels. Well, because he is hell, literally. Yeah. He and literally he hell. could be wearing And heels. I'm imagining he's, he's got to be wearing I, heels. I, I bet lips. he was. Yeah. Oh, certainly. With that earring? Yeah. You can't wear that earring <laughs> with flats? flats. I don't think so. Oh, my God. It doesn't work. I think That's Pandy's true. a little bit. I think too. Pandy. Pandy's mm -hmm. got moments. That's Pandy's where she's the queen bit. is dead. God save the queen. Yeah, All she's a little snappy. All the ladies in hell. Sure. Yeah. All Vampire the ladies dancing, dancing in hell. In hell the hills. actual, actual, actual. That's true. Vampire. We do have actual hell here. So this does kind of, this kind of changes it. Yeah, from from the previous strident women version. So I've got, got that on my side. Um, yeah, for literal hell, I'll say, I, I still think for, I'll, I'll just give it a 50. A 50. Oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go 90. Oh, 90. Wow. I think there's actual women in heels dancing in hell. That's there's true. The landlady, Pandy. I think there's a lot of just stuff going. That secretary, she's all nasty, which is like- I wrote her down too. Yeah. Oh, yes. Bigelow is very busy. <laughs> 
So there's there's definitely most people aren't very nice. I mean, like BB is That's like the true. one sort of moment of sweetness and all of it. But they both get corrupt. Like they both have sex with other people like right out of the gate immediately. Yeah, there's there's not a lot about their actual relationship that we're rooting for, other than we are told we need to root for it. Well, they're and, two yeah. innocents from Moose Jaw. Moose Jaw. They don't know. Uh, I'm going to give it a 75, giving it a 71.67. All right, our next category, macabre. How macabre is the apple? Well, Do you as you said, and need to take a shower? Uh, well, no, I'm just so thrilled. There's not much I can't, you know, why would I want to wash away such joy? Right. Um, I, I guess they are dancing in hell. They're literally Who's dancing that? and singing in hell. There's um, a, a oppressive musical regime. Uh, oh, macabre. Also, the whole BIM hour, because they're like doctors are dancing while a guy's dying, Surgeons and the dying guy's it. trying to dance you think and they while he's dying. That differently, yeah. They no. should. They knew BIM hour was coming. It was their own fault. <laughs> the fire. The house is on fire. The firemen are dancing, and we all just have to be okay with it. That's pretty macabre. How about an agent okay. taking fifty percent? Now that's macabre. I think the True. lyrics, especially the opening number, are pretty macabre. They're very, very nihilistic. They're like, there's no pleasure. There's no pain. They're just hey, sort that's of, life in quarantine, baby. There's that. The landlady saying, do me a favor if you kill yourself. Don't do it in my house. That's pretty so macabre. grim. So grim. <laughs> and she's making chicken noodle soup. I did and these lyrics in the song show business. I like it says life is nothing but show business in 1994. We fight for the spotlight. We kill for encore. Life is nothing but show business. The world's a cabaret. We live for the fortune. We die for the fame. Very macabre. Very, very macabre. <laughs> and do we need to bring up the song Speed? Maybe the most well-known song I think out of this movie. Oh, sure. More yeah. So than the apple itself. I think speed, I've seen speed pop up in like different things. <laughs> I think sure it's speed is an easier one. I <laughs> I sang it in my own cabaret show because it's oh. easier to, it's like easier to take out the apple. You're missing so much if one person is doing it. You know, right. it's like, I can't it's afford. production number. I can't afford these hanging dancers. America, the, the home of the brave is popping pills to keep up the, the pace. And every day she has to take more speed. Chilling, no. Very chilling. chilling. I mean, it ends with a rapture, which is also pretty macabre, I think. Yeah. because It's he... the same ending as Cabin in the Woods. You know what I mean? Like, fuck this world. Let's start over. Yeah, because yeah. he's not, they don't explicitly go to heaven per se. They actually don't know where they're going. He's like, we're just going away from you. Uh, well, so I'm that going is to a... try it again without you this time. Like, I think you do need a force of evil, though, like for balance. In the world, mm -hmm. don't you? Well, let's find out. Well, well, that's where the sequel. The yeah, the apple. <laughs> oh, I wish. Also, those reporters, those pesky reporters asking too many questions become mm -hmm. waiters. Yeah, let that be a lesson. Which is, for you. let that be a lesson. Ju yeah. That's just was the future with all the buyouts and layoffs right. in the in the in the entertainment industry. Just came true. Um, and Pandy gets slapped. Well, and most that? importantly, Pandy gets slapped. Pandy gets slapped. Slapped Boo. right in the face. Um, yeah, there's actually a lot more. I'll say 85. 85, one of the darkest movies you've ever seen. <laughs> I'll say <There's> 80. <laughs> don't let him bully you ever. No, it's, it's fair. It's fair. 80 is fair. You come away watching the Apple going, ooh. <laughs> well, kind of. <laughs> what? How much money was spent on this? I think it's relatively macabre. 
all those things. I mean, it's just macabre with a lot of uh, speed. I'm going to go 85. Fast macabre. Yes. <laughs> uh, to me, it is like it's there, but it's not really like it's not like a heavy, dark movie at all. So I'll give it. But all that stuff is, you know, you got a little representation of the devil. I'll give it a 60, giving it an average of 75. All right. I think you're going to make up a lot of points here, too. Not that you've been oh, losing, <laughs> but dramatic lighting. I mean, it's yeah, everything is dramatic. So yeah. there's like the lights. Oh, like the lights stuff. are going off uh, when, when he's like having that hallucination before the apple. Right. And then, oh, they were in an actual like laser center. Uh, it looked up when they were doing the speed number. It was oh, like yeah, yeah. one of those places that does laser light shows. It was like the biggest one in wherever they filmed. So West there are Berlin, a bunch of then lasers at the end. One thing that I noticed I thought was really funny lights. is that the opening when um, Alfie and BB are first performing and their little wistful ballad in front of this crowd and they get start getting booed and she runs off stage and one of the follow spotlights just like follows her as she runs off stage emotionally. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I probably wouldn't have done that, but I, I know it's like, that, that is the funny. shadiest spotlight. That's a pro. Op. I say that's a pro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like in it. There's a rave, a raise, definitely. <laughs> a rave and a raise. There's also the, all the red and coming. Yeah. And um, the like collect, well, that's not lighting per se, the like kaleidoscope right. vision, but it's akin to it. Let's see. I'll say, um, I'll say 75. Cause a lot of like bad movies are like, they're bad because like of poor production values. But like, yeah, this one it's is clear. One. Like they had bad taste. Sure. But yeah. there was like production. There was money yeah. behind it. Like it looks great. Yeah. I think there's a lot. And also because I mean, so much of it is performances and you know, they'll just, anytime there's a musical number that's going to heighten it and bring it to a new place. I'm actually gonna yeah. go 91. 91. Ooh. Eat shit, Suspiria. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I'll go 75 also giving it an 80.33 all right our next category vibrato how vibrato is the apple so for this one in addition to literal vibrato we also mean anytime they give you something extra a little more kind of zhuzh it up you don't need it but you like it sure I will say this for, for my notes I wrote down two words one was singing and the second one was cocaine because I feel like this whole movie is just just a wash in cocaine. Like every choice and every decision was made with that as a as a with that in mind. Yeah, yeah. I like that you had to write down singing <laughs> just in case. Don't forget. Just, I forgot. What there do they singing. do in this musical? Yeah, this is a high one. I mean, even the, one of the most actually maybe this should have been in macabre, but one of the most mm. jarring moments still is when that first landlady scene and then Alfie like gets out of bed and he's like, oh yeah, I'll get the review or whatever. And he just grabs her boobs yes. in yeah. such a dramatic, and he just full on really her. harassed her because when you're watching that you're not sure like wait is this his like mom is this his aunt yeah like, who she's is a... this and then he's grabbing her boobs it's so shocking it is it shocking <laughs> he's got like so there's vibrato a scottish accent and she's like a stereotypical new york jew and you're like is she his mom we just like the relationship is unclear you know what yeah. i mean yeah, there's certainly not the apple. you're right anything's possible uh so there's a non-singing vibrato yeah i think this is a hundred there's literal singing and all the choices are extra so much sky say. punching exactly so yeah. much. i'm a hundred as well 
I mean, also just like the cars, like remember that Simpsons episode oh, where Homer yep. designs a car? That is exactly what the cars look like in this movie, where they're just adding things to the car. They're adding more fiberglass yeah. and plastic to the to make it look futuristic, as opposed to making things sleeker. They, yeah, they're the, going the opposite way. Just every car has 10 lights at the front because that's what we've been yeah. missing from our cars. Yeah. And then Dandy in the Apple when he's going, do it, do it do it singing like Selma and also the length of do the bim like the bim song is relentless yeah. and then bim hour is also yes like did you think you saw enough when you saw the nuns dance nope. no. no we've got Just weird baby started. carriages got the firemen yeah it's long <laughs> it gives you it feels like about 45 minutes of the actual bim hour in real time is what it feels like I'm also going to give it a hundred. I don't know what's more vibrato than this movie. It's... This is still vibrating. <laughs> All right. Our next category, footwork. How would you rate the footwork in the apple? So it's another high one. There's a lot of dancing. The only, the only minus that you alluded to is it's so punch heavy. The dancing, and I watched it again for this specifically, the dancing is so it's so much more arms than legs. Like the legs are always doing just like jazz squares that's or Nigel step Lithgow. touches that's most of the time. That's how you know you're watching Nigel Lithgow choreography. Maybe that's <laughs> just the way all arms. Means, you know, <laughs> you know how you were able to tell Debbie Allen from Christmas on the Square by the twirls. Yeah, yeah. it's the same with Nigel Lithgow and air punching. <laughs> he same. hates yeah. the sky. Well, the choreography I thought was so much of it was like jazzercise or like exercise yeah. videos because i i watched it on pluto tv that's where it's streaming right now if you haven't watched it and so it's every like 15 minutes they would go to commercials and there was a lot of commercials for beachbody.com uh which if you sign up now you get a 14-day free trial but it was like a lot of exercise stuff and i was like that's literally the same choreography from the apple it is in these exercise commercials like it's so it's there's the legacy workout yeah that the, it was an inspiration. The reverberations yeah. from the apple We're still are still with it. us. Yes. That's how much It'll never go away. Is. There is tap dancing, though. I love the cutaways uh -huh. to uh, Alfie. Definitely. Not Alfie. What's his face? To Ashley. Ashley, yeah. Uh, that's, you shouldn't have a character's name, Alfie and Ashley. It's not fair. Um, but they, they cut to Ashley tap dancing on top of a desk. And they Delightful. cut to a close-up of him tap dancing for most of it too. Because yes. in tap dancing, like, let's just see the top half. Let the taps <laughs> be a mystery. He's also the only one in purple velvet and everybody's in silver. It's so, so confusing, uh, but makes it more special. Uh, so, so yeah, so for footwork for a normal movie is very high. For a musical, a little bit lower than normal. I'll say, I'll say 70. 70. I don't know. I think there's so much choreography and it's so there is a lot of and just again, it's like every number they couldn't just be like, oh, we'll just do a verse and a chorus. It was like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, cut to 40 dancers back to this, just dancing True. for its own sake, not doing anything for the story. I'm going to go 92. 92. There's also dancing uh, corpses, like hung corpses. Yeah. yeah. That you see them, they cut back to them. Now they're dancing from their necks. <laughs> That's true. They're dancing, even dead, hanging so wild from the ceiling. Uh, the perfect choice. I'm sorry. Uh, also, there's the moment in the apple where they um, flip like uh, BB falls <gasps> oh, from like yes. a high flip yep. and they catch her, but then she flips again. Yeah. Like head over heels. It looks so dangerous. Like it looks and like I it's an accident. Think that's her doing I it. Because so. I feel yeah. like you do see a little bit of her face in a way you 
you know, they wouldn't, they didn't have CGI to switch your face or they, something. Certainly I'm, not on the Apple. Not on the Apples. <laughs> that trick is, that was a, a actually very impressive Imagine move. having to do a trust fall in West Berlin on the set of the Apple. <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah, I hope that was enough. one take. No. One take uh, I'm going to give this a 95. Give it Man, an 85.67. So better dancing than funny girl, right, John? Sure. <laughs> there's more of it. I'll say that, definitely. It's definitely there's more of everything, I think. <laughs> All right, our next category, spank bank deposits. Anything in the Apple you'd file away to your spank bank? Yeah, I think I Alvin's this pretty should... sexy. Yeah. He's, no, he's very cute. And like, yeah, as you've said, you you can really you got a lot of room for you know your imagination gets to run wild. You see see it all. Uh, it somehow it all leaves nothing him. to the imagination, and your imagination <laughs> and lets your imagination run wild. Yeah. It's like Star Wars in that way. <laughs> exactly. exactly the rich mythology exactly. behind all of this. The rich mythology of his genes. Yeah. Um, so yes, that's definitely true. I yeah, I don't find it a, a super sexy movie per se. The uh, there is an actual like sex dance, uh, a sex ballet of sorts. That's that's pretty literal. We're again Shots the fired, girls were... humanity. Yeah. Would you say? <laughs> yes, if only somebody would finally take them down. Let's see. Uh, gosh, I'll say seventy again. Seventy. I think between George Gilmore, I think Ray Shell is giving like a lot of fun, sexy <laughs> energy. I think even, you know, uh, Vladik Shabal, Mr. Bugalo is like in it. He's like giving you S&M daddy. So if that's John. your thing, there's something going, you know, there's something for you there. I'll go 83. 83. The spank bank is getting full. Mm -hmm. um, I'll go. It's mostly, uh, there's a lot of writhing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The category of writhing, it'd it's be mostly. 100. <laughs> if we're counting, I'll give it a 75. Giving it a 76, which is about 68 points higher than the wedding singer. Wow. <laughs> All right. I love this feud between the <laughs> apple and the wedding singer continues. All right. This is the last in the canon categories. Amber, on a scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend the apple to a gay person? So I'm going to give this a hundred. I've literally really? done it. Yes. Cause I've, I recommended it to straight people as well, but sure. it, there's bonus if points. To. If I must, uh, there's to just bonus them. points. If, if you just should see this. Yeah. You should see this. If you're gay, I think it's just right. It'll make you happier. Yeah. hundred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll go hundred as well. I think if I know any gay person and they haven't seen it, I'll be like, you've got to watch the apple. It's, it's a great treat. Uh, I'm also going to give it 100. Uh, this is like giving me what I feel like it gave our previous guests, uh, the Rocky Horror. You know what I mean? It's like, mm -hmm. this yeah. to me is like, this. I like this more because like they failed and it's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> I I do totally agree. I would watch, this, I've watched Rocky Horror once. That is more interesting <laughs> to me for whatever reason. Yes. All right, now we are into the wheel category. So for the, all these categories, these are all categories that, uh, past guests have brought in or that have somehow been shifted around. So they're all on this wheel app on my phone. Ooh. So we're going to randomly spin it four times. Whatever category comes up, we will judge it up based on that. And then after that, you will add a category, which we will put on the wheel. Okay. It is a shame that the Apple, the soundtrack is not streaming on <clears throat> Spotify. Isn't that rude? Oh, that's rude. rude. But it is on YouTube. You can find it. Put, yeah, find it on YouTube. I can't add that to a playlist. <laughs> you can't? I, oh, sorry. Okay, here we go. Facial hair. 
facial hair. Well, Mr. Boogaloo with glitter in his beard. Yeah. Yeah. And also Mr. not Boogaloo. always. So like there's choices where it's like, oh, he now it's, choices. Yeah, it's heightened. <laughs> he always has the facial hair, but yeah, the glitter comes and goes, the accoutrement come and go. And then I think you do have to give it up a little bit for uh, Alfie's beard at the end, Definitely, his glued yes. on beard <laughs> at the end it's very, uh, after his year. I think the first time I watched this, I was like, where did Alfie and BB go? And then you're like, oh, that was them. That he's yeah. just wearing a beard now. <laughs> it's a little bit. And then especially when they say, when you're like, how long has passed because they have a baby and the baby is big and they're yes. like in this one year she's been gone you're like there's just no way unless that's a radioactive <laughs> child that child's not three well, months 1994, old 1994 women are not oh, pregnant it's cane or able i would assume right is that the idea probably so maybe it's one oh. of a magic baby oh okay see that's, i just the, didn't get it a lot of the dancers have some great mustaches yeah Definitely. there are some good mustaches on their um yeah. Okay. So face. face yes. That's where the mustaches oh, yes. are. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize I had <laughs> drifted off at the end of my sentence. Uh, so let's see. Um, I'll say, I'll say 70 again for this. 70. Mr. Gulag does, does a good job for this. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go 87, 87. Uh, I'll go 80 given it an average of 79. Mr. Boogaloo was the villain or a villain in uh, From Russia with Love. And on his IMDb trivia, it said, is friends with Sean Connery, which made me think he wrote this. (laughs) 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 Well, I think you got lucky with this one. Dom Sub Power Plays. Dom Sub Power (laughs) Plays. From the Family Stone. There's a song called Master. How to be a master. How to be a master. Slaves are guaranteed is a line in the song, not something I just added. Um, yeah, so that's big. And yes, he does like literally dominate, you know, BB's life. Uh, the BIM Corporation also is dominating all of world, America yeah. or possibly the world with their oppressive BIM marks and such. Um, yeah, so this is pretty. Yeah, Boogaloo and, and then, Shake like, have a very like clear relationship like that yeah ashley is is very submissive clearly that is his role um yeah i'll say 92 92 i will go i'll go 92 as well that seems right 92 uh i'm gonna go 80 just because there's not enough uh like they don't flip it up you know what i mean you don't see the okay. the play implies it like changes at times well, they do okay, walk away. True. There's also uh, Pandy, who sort of is like, you know what? Run, girl. <laughs> Go to him. <laughs> one of my favorite ones. Giving it an average of 88. Have you seen the Fifty Shades of Grey movies, Amber? I have. Yeah, I was in a musical parody That's of correct. Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, You're the lead. I was the lead. I did like 500 shows of it. So I'm wow. very familiar with I'm so sorry <laughs> for not knowing was... that. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, I mean, I'm just so famous. Uh, yeah, so I have. Uh, they're horrible. So horrible. It's I've horrible read the book. Wikipedia entries for each of the books. So Terrible. I know there's a helicopter crash. <laughs> and it, the helicopter is called Charlie Tango. And in the book, they, he finds out the helicopter crash and go, Charlie Tango, no, is an actual line. <laughs> Was in like, it a lie? <laughs> I wish. No, horrible, terrible book. Okay, I think you might have gotten lucky again. You oh, gave it to me. You gave it to me. 
yeah and this is the you promised me something and you gave it right like yeah. like uh then this is a and this, well, one, because for me personally, yes, it's absolutely 100. This is what I'm looking for at all times. And then from the beginning, even, it's like we set a high bar with weirdness and it continues to give right. and give it and give and give. Yeah. It keeps tightening to that very end. Yeah, that's a one. That's 100. 100. Yeah, I'll give it 100 as well. You know, this is the best uh, dystopian sci-fi disco musical that's a biblical parable I've ever seen. So I'm also going to give it 100. Nice. Wow, this is doing very well. Very well, yes. Exciting. You're going to think I'm joking. Sing-along factor. Sing-along factor. For a second, I thought you said, like, it would be just, like, Apple mentions. <laughs> um sing-along factor so i get just to be fair i guess the only thing going against it is that it's not a well-known movie so it's not like greece where everybody knows it but i mean but i think even the song the apple you can sing along you you can can sing along along bim is the way yeah bim is the way you hear you know the first time you hear it the audience is singing along with it immediately They're singing along constantly. There's only the ballads are the not singy ones. The rest of them are super singable. I did find myself doing the punching the air at times watching <laughs> it last night. It's uh, it's intoxicating. Yeah, speed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you just, oh my God. I'll speed give it is like- the actually, I think there's a moment in speed where it's like actually catchy. Like when America starts shaking, like that part is like, oh, that's almost good. Like, that's good right there. You found a good like hook. That's catchy. But then like, it kind of goes off the rails after that. Yeah. I can't hold Uh, it for too long because that would ruin it. The whole thing would collapse. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you would start to see, be like, wait, do you know how to do something good? So then why is the rest of this bad? And it ruins it. But it's like, no, that was a little fluke. You know? Because life is nothing but show business. It sounds life is nothing but show business in 1994. Like it sounds kind of like they're going through the motions. The chorus almost (sighs) collapses under its own weight at some point. We kill for encore, which is doesn't scan right as i've discussed the actual 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 vampire try singing those words anyhow uh despite the it being crazy it's still super singable i'll give it just 99 because it's not grease or something that everybody sings along with very fair for that i'll give i'll give it a 98 98 i think uh this is better than grease i've only seen parts of grease I never had any desire to watch the rest. (laughs) It's true. I don't know. I enjoy this more. I enjoy it more too. I will say this watching this movie. I said, Oh, Catherine Mary Stewart really makes you appreciate Olivia Newton-John because it's (laughs) kind of the same role, but Olivia Newton-John, some like she does. She's great. And I know you like to shit on the movie. It is a great movie. And they and she and John Travolta do give great performances. I'm sure they're fabulous, but I would much. This is more interesting to me on so many levels. Understandable. Uh, just a different way. It's just for me. For me, that's all I'm saying. I hear you. I've also never seen all of Greece, so exactly. I've seen Greece too. That's a lot of fun. That is. Um, ninety-seven point thirty-three in sing-along factor. All right, Amber. The time has come for you to add a category that will be added to the wheel, so we could use to judge future movies as well okay i thought about doing like literal deus ex machinas but (laughs) i think that doesn't really make a movie gay that's just 
being sassy, being sure. playing, there playing you go, it. Oh, being sassy. <laughs> Here comes God I, again. Here's God, another God. So sassy. Um, so I do think, um, I do think maybe like super obvious metaphors might be good because this is very and then the songs are like single entendre i feel like people keep me like what's speed about i'm like i think it's just about america's on drugs i guess it almost and then i'm you. coming like, is... it couldn't be that it's so obvious it couldn't be yeah that. And like no Could it, it is there's gotta no, be a third thought that it is yeah yeah it was the first one i like super yeah. obvious metaphors so yeah i yeah. think super obvious metaphors if that's okay so is. what would you give the apple in super obvious metaphors well i'm going to give it 100. i'm I mean... coming alone or coming for you <laughs> is the most single entendre song I mean, it's like, this is not a double honor. You were just is, describing sex. Here's this the, this I could have, not be anything yes. else. Here's some lyrics from, this is a PG movie. Yeah. This is a lyrics from I'm Coming. Make it harder and harder, faster and faster. And when you think you can't keep it up, I'll make it deeper and deeper, tighter and tighter and drain every drop of your love. What do you think that's about? Well, you know, when you love someone so much, you can ah, like envelop them in that, and that's a sort of tightness, and you're energetically drained. She's putting together furniture, and she's talking about oh, like about IKEA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's one of those. It's weird... also yeah, an IKEA. Yeah. So, John, what do you the... want to give this in super obvious metaphors? I mean, a hundred. There's nothing. Right. The movie is called The Apple. The Apple. <laughs> about a woman who's tempted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will also give it a hundred. All right. Now we are into the bonus categories. So these categories, they're just bonus. So we're going to rate them from zero to 10. And again, they're just okay. bonus. So if it doesn't do well, it's okay. It doesn't penalize the score or affect it negatively. These are just extra points it'll get. I don't think you're going to have any problems. Um, the first, <laughs> the first one, what would you give the Apple in musical potential? Could the Apple be a musical? Well, it is one. It so, is and I would, I mean, could you imagine seeing this live? I would. I would love it. Love it. And Better I than Phantom like you... of the Opera. Sure. <laughs> and I, see. which I have seen. So I know it's I know boring. you're not a fan. <laughs> uh, it would be much less boring. That's for sure. I think it could be cool. It would be an experience anyway. I'll give it 10. 10 is the 10. highest, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. I'll go 10 as well. Yeah, you got to give it a 10. It's also getting a 10. Tying it with the wedding singer. Yay. All right. Next category, queer menace. How would you rate the Apple in queer menaces? See, and I that's think, where I feel like Mr. Boogaloo comes in. And I, I think, think all his people, like that's mm -hmm. what Alfie is threatened by. Yeah. Yes. He's kind of homophobic in a way. Absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of, did you guys see the recent uh, adaptation of The Stand? It's like uh, when they show Vegas, parts of it. it's awful. But when they show Vegas, like it's supposed to be like, oh, that's where like the devil is ruling. But that's also the only part in the whole show where there's like queer people and dancing and like people partied. And you're, so you watch it go like, well, that looks like fun. What's so bad? <laughs> Similar case here, I would say. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I will. Yes, I'll give that. I'll give that a 10. A 10. a 10. I'll also go 10. I mean, you got to. Yeah, I think I'm also going to give it a 10. Giving it a 10, which is 10 points higher than the wedding singer. <laughs> All right, our next category. Character actress makes a big swing. Well, I do think there's Mary Margolis and her like New yeah. York accent, whatever Definitely. accent. I think that's a big swing. And I mean, I think Pandy makes some big sw swings. Her go to her, as you said. 
is is a big swing. Um, I think if we I mean, guess she's not a character Shell actress. Sort sorry. of like a little. I mean, granted, he I think he identifies as male, but there's something think, very like asexual about the character and like such big choices. Well, he's meant to be fashion. a snake. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, his name is Shake, though, so that's how they mix it up for you. You know, they don't want to give too much away. Dense metaphors. It's like a, ty a typo that they're like, no, 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 keep it. <laughs> um, I will give this, I would give Maximum Overdrive a 10 in this category for that waitress who screams out of nowhere. So in my head, if that's a 10, I'd give this an, an 8. I'll an 8. It. I thought you were going to say the Green Goblin truck is your favorite character actress, because that's mine. <laughs> Sorry, Holly Hunter. Uh, yeah, I'll go eight as well. Uh, I'm going to go five just because like Mary Margolis really isn't in it all that much. Fair. And she's only in like True. two scenes, really. Uh, giving it a seven, which is 1.67 points lower than Waiting for Guffman. All right. Oh, that's next fair. category, which is how witchy is the apple? <sighs> Well, well it's it Mr. Is, Boogaloo. Yeah, it's devilish. Yeah, devilish. They're all like dancing with the devil. So and it's not like yeah. conventionally witchy. You know, it's not like, you know, wearing, yeah, it's not a, it's wearing not pointy focus. hats and right, such. Yeah. No. But there's the, it's uh, not the occult. It's entertaining. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think the landlady, though, like she does make chicken soup, which is sort of like a potion. Oh, sure. John. Her cauldron. <laughs> This movie doesn't uh, need extra help, John. <laughs> I mean, I'll give it, I guess I'll give it a, a five. A five. Yeah, I'll go four. Four. Uh, I'm going to go six because the devil outfit when he like turns in with True. the horn and all that stuff. Yeah. Giving it an average of five. All right, next category. Gay actors playing gay roles. Now Most I could the supporting cast here, I would think. Yeah, I couldn't find uh Ray Shell's sexuality in real life, so I don't know. So I, I don't know what his he did is. write an essay for The Guardian about what it was like to stage the Gone with the Wind musical, though. Right. So that is That's not true. necessarily the most <laughs> heterosexual thing I've ever seen. It wasn't Bull Durham the musical he was staging. No. <laughs> Uh, and then Miriam Margulis is a lesbian in real life. This is uh, true. But, but I don't, I don't know, that know that her character was. Right. So I guess. Well, she didn't mind that a man touched her. So I'm guessing she probably is a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, that's how that. Oh, boy, <laughs> uh, But there are like some of those so dancers, dancers had yeah, to yeah. be. The and I think are. they're characters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a two for the dancers. A two. Do we know? I was trying to find out stuff about uh, Vladek Shabal. And I, I think from what of... I could tell, it seemed like he's the father. I, he's like I think he uh, was married straight. to a woman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, then in that case, I'll go three as well. Well, she gave it a two, but you're going to oh, give it a three. I'll uh, give it a three. I'm going to give it a three, too. For all those great dancers and those mustaches, I couldn't find anything on Ashley. Said that he's no. been in an episode of Doctor Who, and that all, all that—that's all it takes to get on a Doctor Who Wikipedia page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show up in one scene. All right, next category: themes of mothers. Now, I will say this is pretty weak. There's not a lot of themes of mothers. Right. She's a mother at the end, uh, BB. Right. Right. There's like a little bit of vague mother earthiness with the refugees of the '60s, as they're called. <laughs> mm, gosh. I'll give it a one because she has a baby. A baby That's exists. All. 
Yeah, oh, baby that, and for the the landlady being the sort of maternal figure for a yeah. one mm -hmm. as well. Uh, yeah, I'll also give it a one, giving it a one, which is four points lower than the wedding singer. Devastating. Will this right. fight never end? Uh, next category: pearl clutching. It, do characters have to be? Do they need to have reactionary characters that like clutch their pearls, or just moments where you, as the audience, clutch your yes, pearls? Yes, I would say. Both. Both <laughs> I would say okay. Alfie is constantly clutching his pearls. True. But the whole the parties and you know. Mr. Boogaloo True. and the contract. Also, Ray shall uh, uh, shake at the beginning when they're they're doing. He's like, "How are they doing well?" Before <laughs> yeah. he gets out the red, the literal red tape. That's right, the literal <laughs> red tape. Um, yes, there's a lot of shocked. Yeah, there are a lot of shocked people. Um, yeah, I've, and then the everybody's shocked by Mr. Top at the end. Uh, the onlookers are. Um, I'll I'll give it a six. And it seems like the audience who saw the preview that threw the soundtracks True. at the screen were clutching their pearls. Letting go of yeah. vinyl, clutching their pearls. Clutching the pearls. I would love to have that vinyl record, by the way. So uh, <laughs> someone please send me one. Thank please. you. They did a showing in LA a few years ago and it had some uh, unseen footage. It had right. like some cut numbers from it. And I just could not imagine, thank God I wasn't there because I probably just would have been screaming of like, <laughs> look, do you see? And they would have had to take me out. Uh, like, yeah, we're all in the movie theater. We know to watch the screen. <laughs> Uh, pearl clutching, John. Uh, what did you say, Amber? You said six. 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 I'll go. I'll go five. Five. Uh, I'm also going to go six. That's mostly for Alfie. Giving it a five point six seven. And finally, quips. How quippy is the apple? Huh. So funny. <laughs> yeah, it's not a real one-liner kind of a movie. There is, it's not funny, but it's meant to be, I guess, when like Alfie says he doesn't drink and everyone in the party is just like immediately mocking him and like oh, they laugh he says and laugh. he doesn't drink, and that's the funniest thing they've ever heard. <laughs> and then when they how they keep saying moose jaw, that's also very funny that that's yeah, where they're they're from. Uh I feel like you but can't yeah. mention moose jaw that much and not show us moose jaw. Well, that's they, they did. They did violate Chekhov's uh, moose jaw. Chekhov's moose jaw. Yeah, they did. That's the one flaw of the structure of this film. That's the one thing. My one critique of the apple. <laughs> I imagine it's just log cabins everywhere. And yeah, and snow uh, and a moose. I hope. My God. Um, let's see. I'll I'll give it a I'll give it a two. I feel like there's attempted quips and and some of the lyrics are kind of meant to be cute. It's yeah. not successful. There's one moment where they're trying to get them to sign the contracts where um, both uh, uh, Ashley and Shake, they're like, first you sell it, then you make it. That's marketing. That's marketing. As quippy. And then also uh, the landlady, when she's going, you kids today, you're so much sugar, uh, which is, <laughs> I don't know if it's quippy, but it just, it stuck out. I'll give it a three for quips. A three. Okay. Uh, I'll also give it a three. Giving it a 2.67. One point higher than the wedding singer. An oh. Adam Sandler comedy got lower in quips than the apple. A notoriously unintentionally funny movie. <laughs> All right. Finally, we are into the iconic category. So we're back to scoring from zero to 100. And these are broader, mm -hmm. sort of bigger umbrella categories. 
Great. All right. The first one, how would you rate the apple in homoeroticism? Uh, I mean, again, high with the skin content we've discussed previously. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I'll say the seven, 70. I'll say. 70. Yeah, there's not a lot of like actual like homosexuals. I mean, there's a lot of the party scenes, there's like weird groupings where there's definitely men and women and a lot of mixing and stuff. That is weird. That men is weird. and women? And women. So transgressive. But there's not a whole lot of like, it's surprising that, you know, Snake never really hit on Alfie or anything like that. Yeah, true. But I'll right. go. But yeah, there's definitely like just a, like a, a intended eroticism, even if it's not successful. So I'll go 62. 62. Um, you know, I'll go 55. There's just a lot of flesh on display, which is fun. Giving it a 62.33. All right, next one. Over the top wardrobe. Let's write the apple in over the top wardrobe. That's another 100. <laughs> yeah. They did it. Yeah. They did it. I just wrote the word constant in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote every outfit. <laughs> they also yeah. like do this thing like where they're spray painting like people's heads. For like yeah, so dye, much of that like hair, that Halloween hair time, hair, <laughs> yeah. colored hairspray. So much of that, yeah. So many metallics, so many like futuristic leather daddies. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to give it 100. Yeah. Finally, 100. camp factor. Is there anything campy about the apple? Gosh, get out your microscope. <laughs> Maybe you'll find something. I have to say 100. I have to. Come on. You have I to. mean... <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think this is so campy and and beautiful and the perfect kind of camp because it is, it was purposely over the top, but it was anything else. All the other results were not on purpose. And <laughs> that makes it all the, all the campier fun to me. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, the only thing I wrote here was just calling love the universal melody. Um, so even if, even if, when it's trying to be sincere, it's just absurd. So I will also go 100 for Camp Factor. I uh, here's a quick list. We've I wrote oh, down yeah. campy things. The unrelenting chorus of the opening song BIM that seems like it will never end. A machine that measures heartbeats during the World Vision Song Contest of 1994. Booing a singer-songwriter duo. Drinking champagne from a glass the size of a fishbowl. Making the song How to Be a Master a light reggae tune. I've never done cocaine, but I imagine it's a lot like the song Speed. Monorails. The reprise of Bib is also relentless and never ending. Asking the world, where has all the pity gone in a song called Cry For Me is a perfect parody title for a sad song, except it's real. The refugees from the 60s, commonly known as hippies, using sauna as a verb, clear luggage. And finally, making a disco musical that matches up Adam and Eve with Orwell's 1984. Uh, so I'm also gonna give this a hundred. Nice. Finally, we're into the crown jewels. For these categories, we don't rate, we all agreed. Either gets the bonus or it doesn't. Okay. So the first one, a 15% bonus point if there is a positive portrayal of homosexuality. I, I don't think we can give it this. I don't think so. I don't either. think I don't, so. I don't think so either. I want you for Ashley alone. Definitely. And his, oh, Mr. Boogaloo, but I can't. Finally, the very last category, negative 50% if this is the movie Boat Trip. 
This is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not lose 50% of its points. Excellent. But that's right. going to be so hard when you have to watch Boat Trip someday. <laughs> that's going to get negative points, I think. I'm so excited to hear it. All right, all right, Amber. So that's the end. How do you think how do you think it did now that we've gone through all the categories? Do you still think well, it's top 10? Yes, I think it's definitely top 10. Uh, the wheel, yeah, the wheel was on on my side for mm-hmm. sure. The wheel's on fire, as Susie mm-hmm. and the Banshees would say. Yeah, so I think definitely top 10. I think there's a chance at number five, but we'll see. I think definitely top 10. Yeah. All right, well, I'll tell you exactly how you did. Out of a total possible 2,755.19 points, the Apple has scored 2,471.52 giving it a percentage of 89.70, making it the fourth gayest movie of all time. Not as gay as the Rocky Horror Picture Show, but gayer than death becomes her. That feels right. That's fantastic. Because yeah, it's not, it shouldn't be in the top three. I think those are great, what you have. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm so pleased. <laughs> I, you did I know it's all my work. I really <laughs> did something special here today. Oh my God. Yay. That's so exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. And I guess like Rocky Horror is benefited by having like actual a positive portrayal of gay people, I would say. I think we get yeah. that. And also like home, like they're gay, like gay sex is like part okay. of the plot. You know what I mean? So right. it's not it yeah. like Apple where it's like, oh, it's there, but it's not like. Not, no one's trying to make it happen. But I do like the, the Apple so much more than Rocky Horror. But that's just me. Yeah. The Apple could be Shadowcast. Oh, 100%. Our favorite new word. Definitely. <laughs> well, thank you. you Amber, generally, I think I now know like the Apple is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Just It never disappoints. It's never boring. And it's like 90 minutes. It's not oh, long at all. Tr- this is my, Lies. you're speaking my language. <laughs> never a dull moment. Keep you could have watched t- Tenet twice almost. Yeah. I mean, uh, watch this twice in the time of Tenet. Don't bother. Uh, Amber, is there anything you'd like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Yes. I teach freelance writing classes and I do workshops. So I do have some free workshops coming up, but I also made a free thing for everybody that's listening. So I made a PDF download if you're interested uh, in writing or pitching article ideas. It's a little uh, download that's called where to pitch the gayest article ever. It gives you places Ah. uh, for entertainment and culture or LGBTQ places where you can pitch article ideas so if you go to amberpetty.com slash queens you can get that for free we love a slash we love a slash (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome thank you so what a delightful guest what a delightful movie thank you so much and And we'll we'll be right back. back We're back. That was fun. That was so I'm much so fun. sorry you had to watch it on Pluto. <laughs> I could have it's lent right. you my Blu-ray, John. Oh, yeah. But then well, how would you have watched it? We could have figured it out. You we know, we've got something. 24 hours. Pass off. Yeah, yeah. I like to watch the movie the night before at least. Oh, I do as well. So you can sort of yeah. collect your thoughts. Process, sit in it. Exactly. It's not just what a do I... reaction. Yeah. No. But uh, I love that. But I think everybody should watch it. I think everyone should own it. Like, what's not to like? Yeah, watching it this time, I thought I should I should own it. It seems like a, a Blu-ray or DVD. I could see how some people it. would think it's like a hammer to the head constantly. But I think you just got to get on its wavelength. 
I think if you do, you will have a great time and be glad you did. Just get a bunch of friends together. Definitely. Well, when it's safe, when you're vaccinated. When it's safe, <laughs> yes. Maybe a Zoom hang. I don't know. I'm going to be so glad not to have to do those anymore. <laughs> you got screen fatigue? I do have screen fatigue. I get it. Yeah, most of us do. It's a lot. It's not just me. It's not. I'm, you are special, but uh, other people you. are feeling what you're feeling as well. I see. I see. So you're not alone, but you are special. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> special speaking in the crowd's of, even better. <laughs> speaking of not alone and special, uh, we got a fun review on iTunes. This is from Brent uh, Calderwood. Uh, they give us five stars. They're awesome twosome. I love these guys. Just like they say in the intro, they're queens, but not mean. It's the perfect combo of slightly naughty and irreverent, but mostly sweet. And they're just as observant about old classics as they are about new releases. Plus, they're equally great at giving free reign to their funny, chatty guests as they are at picking up the slack when the guests are on the quiet side. I think we've got most wow. of great guests. But thank you yeah, for that. Yeah, how dare you? No. <laughs> uh, that's nice. Yeah, we try sweet. to keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's time is precious we know Every, you know i'm sure everyone's listening to this at 1.5 speed which i get i get it sure there's a lot of podcasts you want to listen to right uh, but we thank you for listening and uh if you do have a moment to rate and review that would be wonderful it really helps us out it's good for the algorithm uh, and if you have any thoughts or questions you can email us at two old queens cwo old queens at gmail.com Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queens, TWO Old Queens. Follow me on Letterboxd, where I maintain the current movie rankings. Yes, we also got a ton of merch. If you go over to T Public and search for Two Old Queens, there's a lot of fun stuff you could buy there. And a percentage of all the profits goes to help the Okra Project. So you're not just getting uh, fashionable t shirts, you're also helping people out. And we've also got a Patreon. If you want more of this in your life, another episode every week, go over to Patreon and look up Two Old Queens, the retirement plan, and uh, you can get more of this going on. That's right. And next week we're do we're keeping the biblical theme. Biblical I would say theme is coming up just to, just in time for Easter. We're doing the Ten Commandments with old yes. Chuck Heston. Yeah, three hours and forty minutes. Oof, I've never How seen are you it. Gonna do you could literally watch the Apple three times? No, oh my twice, God, more than twice. Have you seen time. the Ten Commandments before? I've definitely seen parts of it. I don't know when I've sat down and watched all of it deliberately, but I well, definitely have seen moments of it. So we'll see. All right, we'll see you for that time. Get your sandals and robes out of the closet and <laughs> yeah. warm up your chariots because we and got part that Red Sea, honey. Yes, Queen. <laughs> uh, queen of the Jews, come through the Red Sea. It's parted. <laughs> we should save this for next. We week. should save this for next week. Oh, but this save is some of what you're gold. gonna get for next week. There's just a fun little bonus for those people who actually <laughs> listen to the ends of these things. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Connie Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Goodbye. We didn't get that right. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.